I tracked the NFL draft impacts for all 32 teams. Who knows how long it took? Far too long, but hey, now you don't have to do it. In this video, we'll focus on the biggest wide receiver winners from the NFL draft, and a few might surprise you. All right, let's dive in. Kadarius Tony is a big winner. Now, the Chiefs did take a wide receiver in the draft, and they took one early. With their second pick, it was in the second round, almost a top 50 pick, 55th overall Rasheed Rice out of SMU. Now, here's what you need to know. Fellas, Rice is a solid prospect, and I'd like to show you what I'm talking about. These are his workout metrics, and as you can see, the higher the bar, the the closer it is to 100th percentile, the better. He has great bursts at 95th percentile, and his catch radius, if you watched any of his film, if you're a fan of SMU or college football, is great, 86th percentile. And he was also productive. Now, it took him up until last year, his senior year, which isn't the greatest to kind of break out this 135-yard year, 96 receptions. The big thing, almost 31% of his team's targets. Anything above 25% is impressive. Above 30% is elite, and that's what he was last year. So Rice has the solid production. He has has good size and speed and he has elite burst but a lot of rice's flaws lead him to not be a true number one receiver and the biggest one being he plays a lot smaller than his 210 pound frame would suggest so this would lead Kadarius tony to be the wide receiver one on this team sure you have mvs there making solid money this year but he's a field stretcher you have sky Moore, who was not good and could barely get on the field last year even when they needed wide receiver help having guys being injured three down in one game at one point it will leave a lot of ability for Kadarius is Tony to be the wide receiver one on this team and he is elite at earning targets over his first two years in the NFL he gets targeted on 29% of his routes that's top 10 amongst all active wide receivers during that span that's fantastic now the biggest issue with Tony is his injury history look at this this looks scary you don't have to read it all these are his injuries that he sustained in just two years in the NFL it's led to him missing 43% of his games but last year part of that could have been because he wanted to get traded from the Giants to the Chiefs and it worked as it stands right now he's healthy and he's just 24 years old consider him a strong value in round seven now the vikings drafted a wide receiver in the first round and his name was jordan addison and i believe he's in for a big year and here's why look adam thielen is gone from this team and that leaves addison to be the clear wide receiver two on the vikings because all this dude did in college was produce at an elite level as just a 19 year old he goes for over 600 yards then he is the best wide receiver in the country in his second year at Pitt with kenny pickett putting up over 1500 yards having 100 receptions in this past year still productive almost 900 yards when he transfers to a new team with a worse quarterback so addison has the elite production and fantastic route running ability just to give you an idea of what he looks like coming out of college it's somewhat of a calvin ridley and a deontay johnson who are both great players right now so jordan will join the vikings offense that ranked top five last year overall according to pff in terms of their efficiency and production and you're going to have no adam Thielen. Now, I know we mentioned this earlier, but Adam Thielen being gone leaves 107 targets. And in total, the Vikings have 143 targets up for grab. That's over 22% of the total targets. 107 of those at wide receiver need to be replaced probably going to go to this first round receiver and let's not forget who addison is playing next to justin jefferson who some people might be like oh this is terrible for addison yeah we don't expect him to be a top 10 receiver but jefferson number one overall receiver is going to pull a lot of attention away from the rookie in the slot in jordan addison now there's also rumors that dalvin cook will be traded after june 1st and if that's the case it'll lead to alexander madison being the lead running back meaning a less efficient backfield and more reliance on the passing game addison currently goes in round nine or ten of drafts he's an elite value there and another guy who 
looks like a great value who a lot of people are sleeping on probably including your friends is Christian Watson from the Green Bay Packers and here's why the Packers were favorited by Vegas to take a wide receiver at pick 13 what they do they did not take one they took Lucas Van Ness an outside linebacker and this means Christian Watson is the clear wide receiver one on the Packers and he won't have to deal with and compete with a first round receiver last year Watson was taken at the beginning of the second round and what did he do he had a slow start but he ended up being a top 12 wide receiver in efficiency a metric that is rare for a rookie to be this high and normally receivers get better in yards per route run their efficiency as their career goes on and there's really not much competition for Watson to be scared of take a look yourself these are his three biggest pieces of competition and we could start with Romeo Dobbs who last year was 59th in wide receiver efficiency as a rookie and as the year actually went on and more teams figured out his tape he was getting worse and worse in efficiency and there's Samori Tori who was a rookie last year in 11 games who's a later round rookie not really athletic he had just five career receptions that was while playing with Aaron Rodgers and they needed people to step up he still couldn't and then there's a rookie in Jaden Reed who I'm not going to knock this guy he's a rookie coming in from the second round we'll talk more on him later so Watson has no competition and he already led the entire NFL in fantasy points per target last year because he's damn explosive let's not kid ourselves when Calvin Johnson and Julio Jones are the only other athletic wide receivers of all time at the combine then Christian Watson look at this right here everything is high his speed score 98th percentile burst score 95th percentile catch radius 97th percentile we saw this all last year and now it's going to continue with more experience and no competition so Watson is a clear-cut top 15 wide receiver in fantasy but most of your friends will be drafting him like around wide receiver 25 but Watson isn't the only Packer receiver I want to discuss I said more on Jaden Reed and we're going to talk about him now because he's also a winner Reed was a top 50 pick the 50th overall pick in the draft in the second round by the Green Bay Packers and they had him very high on their board and now this top 50 capital is important because it ensures that the team will use him they have a lot invested in him already I mean look at this right here this is spot track. These are the wide receiver contracts for the Packers. You could see it in this column right here. Contract terms. Only one wide receiver is getting paid more than about a million dollars per year. It's Christian Watson. Makes sense. After that, it's going to be Jaden Reed to be the second highest paid receiver once he signs his contract over Romeo Dobbs and Torrey because he has better draft capital. Probably will make 1.5 million a year. So he's already number two in the pecking order there. Okay, so now let's familiarize you a little bit with Jaden Reed, the player. Reed had four years in college and every single year, his first year, at Western Michigan right here he earned 21% of his team's targets and then all three years at Michigan State he led the team in receiving and he had a 23 a 26 and a 22% target share the percentage of his team's targets anything above 20% is great 25% starts to become elite and not only that but look at this right here this is very underrated his special teams yards he was a special teams return man having over 300 yards each of his first three years 600 yards his junior year and when you are a special teams player it hints at your athletic athleticism and explosiveness for your team to trust you back there to take it to the house and it gives you the ability to see even more playing time in the NFL and after the second round of the draft Packers general manager Brian Gutenhurst said I do think he's very good in the slot I think because of his speed he'll be able to play the outside as well and we saw this in college he's an absolute playmaker so expect Reed to be a day one starter for the Packers and if you want to think about it think Christian Kirk or even Stefan Diggs for his play style which both of those guys also successful in the NFL so let's transition from those NFC receivers and now 
now look at the AFC. So we could take a look at the Tennessee Titans draft and they had six picks. All of them spent on the offense, but they didn't take a receiver until round seven in Colton Dow. And earlier this year, the Titans ended up losing Robert Woods in free agency to a division rival in the Texans. So that's less competition for one of the biggest wide receiver winners in the draft, Traylon Burks, the second year receiver out of Arkansas. Look, Burks had a solid rookie year. He was targeted on 24% of his routes as a rookie, basically top 30 in the NFL. And this is a number that improves as you go on and get more experience at getting open in the league. And we actually saw this taking place last year. As the season went on, Burks became more and more efficient per route. And this was on full display in week 11 against the Packers, where he faced one of the best, if not the best cornerback in Jair Alexander. And he torched him for seven catches and 111 yards. And we hinted at this with the talk of Robert Woods, but in 2023, he'll have even less competition than he did last year. Because these are the guys that he is competing with. A Nick Westbrook, a Kyle Phillips, who was a slot rookie last year. Let's talk about it. For starters, Westbrook ranked 102nd in wide receiver efficiency last year. We said Burks as a rookie was basically top 30. This is horrendous out of Westbrook. Then they actually acquired Chris Moore from the Texans, but Chris Moore has never had a 50 catch year in his career. He's not a threat at all. He's more of a special teams player, if anything. And his final receiver he'll compete with is this man right here in Kyle Phillips, who, if anything, he has some burst, but no speed. Kyle Phillips is undersized, was a fifth round pick last year. So 180 pounds, no speed slot receiver is not a threat to Traylon Burks. The easy takeaway here is that Traylon Burks, who currently goes in the seventh round, is a number one receiver for his team. And he is a second year rookie. These guys typically break out. Yeah, he's a value. Okay, now let's key in on the Steelers draft. They had seven draft picks this year, and they spent absolutely zero on the wide receiver position. So who is the big winner here? Well, I give you Deontay Johnson. Now check this out because this is really interesting. Last year, Deontay Johnson very quietly averaged 8.6 targets per game right above my head, the sixth most in the NFL. Now, despite this, he ranked 39 in wide receiver fantasy points per game, and there's one clear reason for this. Deontay Johnson had zero receiving touchdowns last year. Some way somehow this happened let me show you how crazy this is this is pff's expected points column and it shows how unlucky a receiver was based on his usage how many points he was supposed to score deontay johnson was the second most unlucky receiver in the league and really if you take out desmond Patton, a receiver from the colts very small sample it was deontay who was the most unlucky receiver and the translation here if i just sort of summarize the numbers for you deontay scored zero touchdowns he was expected to score seven and now he comes into 2023 with the same maybe even worse competition for targets. These guys are his biggest threats at the wide receiver position. George Pickens, who as a rookie last year was 87th in efficiency. Okay, it's his second year. He could take a step forward, a talented second rounder, although has some injury history, more of a one-trick pony the way they used him last year, but there's still potential. There's then this stat log right here from Miles Boykin, who they signed to be a top four receiver for them. He has a total of four targets and three catches the last two years. I'm not worried about that. And this is their most recent addition, Allen Robinson, who ranked 92nd in wide receiver efficiency. His worst career metric he's going to be 30 at the start of the year and usually your efficiency at 30 only continues to drop off a cliff so johnson would have been a top 15 wide receiver had he just saw his average touchdowns last year and i think yet again this year he has that same upside now here's a bonus for you we talked about six receivers but how about a couple of pass catchers at the tight end position and we can start with sam laporta who was drafted at the top of the second round the third pick in the second round by the detroit lions this dude is an athletic freak at the tight end position this is very rare to have the elite agility 
durability 90th percentile burst 76th percentile speed 85th percentile catch radius all of this comes into one nice package for Laporta and it translated really well in his college career if we look at his target share in this far right column over here in his three years as a starter over 20 percent target share every year 27 percent last year is top one percent all-time production for a player a tight end in college so Laporta has the elite athleticism he's versatile and can play out wide and his best trait is his yards after the catch ability all right then there's Luke Musgrave who was taken eight picks later in the second round by the Lions rival in the Green Bay Packers so Musgrave is athletic as well he's actually more athletic than Laporta when you factor in his size and he was the third most athletic tight end in this draft and the 15th most of all time the problem is Musgrave has only started 14 career games finished 13 of them because of injury now his film was very impressive and it was enough to land him in the second round of this draft but he is going to be more of a projection to the NFL but as we talked about earlier with the Packers not a lot of competition here for targets and now we got to talk about the only first round tight end in Luke Musgrave 25th overall and the obvious reason to be excited he joins the Buffalo Bills offense with Josh Allen so sure the landing spot's great but Musgrave himself he's also great he had a 34% college dominator he accounted for 34% of his team's offensive production and he closely compares to David Njoku who the Browns just franchise tag because they like him so much an athletic freak who could produce especially downfield so these are the pass catchers that have the most upside and your friends probably don't even know how big the NFL draft was for these dudes and look if you want to dominate your friends this year win your fantasy leagues go ahead and get the fantasy blueprint link down below it's available for pre-order right now it's just five dollars and if you don't make your fantasy playoffs I'll refund the five dollars it is literally risk-free you could use the material all year long if for some reason you don't make your playoffs we'll go ahead we'll give you the five bucks back but just to let you know over 99% of people didn't reach out last year because they were making their fantasy playoffs and dominating their league towards a championship now if you found this video helpful about the wide receivers and pass catchers well you'll definitely enjoy this one right here about the running back position don't forget to hit the subscribe button for more content that will help you stay ahead of your friends and win your league this year